1: and I'm a leadership trainer, coach, business consultant and board member and I'm today broadcasting from the beautiful city of London although the wet cold beautiful city of London and I just want to talk a little bit about what we talked about in 2018. As we as we started this show in 2018, we talked about getting ourselves ready for 2018, getting our goals ready. We talked two weeks ago with Jonathan Pritchard about mindset. And last week, we talked with Jim Hughes about making your passion into your job. And in both instances, regardless if it was talking about your mindset or your ability to start out as an entrepreneur, we talked a lot about image. And we talked a lot about image and reputation because it's so important in leadership and business. And this show, Leadership Beyond Borders, is about becoming aware of the best leadership practices, leadership trends, and thoughts around leadership, and that includes becoming aware of the image you portray to the rest of the world as a leader, a manager, or a business owner. Now, on this show, we also talk about business issues that leaders need to be aware of in order to lead their businesses successfully in today's global marketplace. And over the last months, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business values that may impact your organization or your individual career. Now, I hope you made it as one of your New Year's resolutions to download this series and listen to me weekly. You can listen to great advice, leadership success stories, and you can learn things. You can get yourself motivated and you can get new ideas stimulated that possibly even could be the key to your future success. And I think today you're going to get a lot of ideas that can be the key to your future success. So I invite you to connect with me, send me your thoughts and insights to leadership um, beyond borders at gmail.com or connect with me on my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. Now, if you are in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, if you're a business owner, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure that you take home something useful either for your business or yourself. Now, on to what we're going to talk about today. As I already said, there is no debate that your professional image is so important. But normally, when we think of our professional image, we think about meeting or seeing somebody in person. It's kind of about the way you dress, the way you speak, the way you respond to others, or the way others respond to you. But in today's global marketplace, where everything is virtual or online... You actually don't have to come in physical contact with another human being to have a professional image. I mean, in some jobs, you may not even come in contact with anybody. You may not come in contact with anyone through your whole workday because you're working in a virtual manager. But even, manner, even if you are, you still need to maintain and compile a personal image and you have to create one online. Now, I know we all know about the online rules of not putting like really silly things on Facebook and and not tweeting really stupid stuff, even though we see a lot of silly tweets. Um, But we often don't think on the other aspect. We don't think about the LinkedIn, the professional aspect. And the reason we don't think about it is because... It's kind of like an online resume. That's how I thought about it. But in, act- in actuality, it's a business tool. And this tool also has best practices. And there are good ways to profile yourself. And there are ways that won't get you very far. With LinkedIn has you know, 467 million members and 87% of the recruiters use LinkedIn, then you really need to make sure your image looks good on LinkedIn. And we have a guest today who has thought about that a lot and is an expert on creating images on LinkedIn. Donna Sedula pioneered the concept of LinkedIn profile optimization, realizing early on that the LinkedIn profile was much more than just an online resume. The LinkedIn profile was an amazing opportunity for branding. Donna spent her first 10 years of her career in sales, marketing, and training. And in 2006, she turned to LinkedIn to help her use the tools on LinkedIn to build her sales territory. And it was during this time she found by integrating LinkedIn into her sales process that she could get amazing success. And in 2009, she walked away from her successful sales career and founded Vision Broad Media and LinkedIn her mission was to help people realize their internet identity and shape one that would make an impact and lead to opportunities. Donna is the chief is a chief influencer, advocator, and evangelist of the importance of taking control of your internet identity. She is a foremost expert on LinkedIn profiles. And her company, LinkedInMakeover.com, has a team of 40 writers that help thousands of executives and entrepreneurs and professionals make the best of their unique story and their brand on LinkedIn. She's an in-demand speaker, speaker throughout the United States and has been featured on Business Insider, Times Money Section, Wall Street Journals, Market Watch, LA Times, NBC, and a whole bunch of other places. And welcome to the show, Donna. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kimberly. Yeah, so let's um, let's just start out with your story a little bit on how you discovered LinkedIn was so important.
2: Yeah, I you know back in the uh, like two thousand and five, two thousand and six, I was cold calling. I was I was trying to, to you know, ford a territory, and it was hard. It was so hard. But you know what I realized is, as I was cold calling, I was researching the people that I was calling, and a lot of times I was just finding their LinkedIn profile, and then, and and I have to admit, a lot of it it really it it looked horrible. (laughs) Their profiles looked horrible. But I had this wake up call because. I realized people were looking at me. You know, just as much as I was looking at them, they were looking at me. And, you know, my profile at the time looked like my out-of-date, dull, dry, boring resume. And I had this epiphany. And the epiphany was your, your LinkedIn profile is not your resume. Your LinkedIn profile is your career future. And it's, it needs to be aligned to your goals on LinkedIn and to what your target audience needs to know. And so at that time, I was talking about how I was a great salesperson and I could close any deal. I could sell snow to Eskimos. <laughs> and of course, who was my target audience? The people that I was trying to sell to and they were reading this and they didn't like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. <laughs> and and so, and, and that's when I realized people need help. People need help. One, understanding why are they on LinkedIn? What is their goal? Who is their target audience? What does their target audience need to know? And then really crafting a story because stories are what move us, you know, not dry, dull, ugly, horrible resumes that are just endless bullets, you know, but instead we, we need to really tell the world who we are and how we help, what our benefit is. And when you're authentic and you're genuine, good things happen.
1: So, that, I love that story. That is great, Donna. And just on that story, um, do you think that some people just don't understand the difference? I mean, what makes LinkedIn different than all the other social media platforms? Do you think people understand that? And why is it so important? You know, Maybe, maybe they really don't.
2: And, and, and I'll tell you what makes LinkedIn important. And it's, it's one word. It's, it's professionalism. Mm-hmm. When when you're on LinkedIn, you're on LinkedIn because it's going to help your career. It's going to help you create contacts. It's there for opportunity. It, you're there for a professional reason. It's mm-hmm. it's for your industry and your your career future and your career development. You you get on you get on Twitter and you get on Facebook and you get on Instagram for personal reasons, mm-hmm. but. LinkedIn is is really there for you your your in your career and and there is that very strong nature um, and and you need to you always need to keep that front
1: and center in your brain and when when you've developed this image and we're going to talk a lot about about how you do that on LinkedIn does that have to link at all to your other images around the net Um it, you know i can't can i be one thing on linkedin and something else someplace else or do you think you it's a one entire in, internet image it's it, it's different different parts that will make one
2: whole <laughs> so mm-hmm. here here's the thing when i'm when i'm on facebook you know i'm on facebook as uh, as a business you know, business person, I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. on it also as a mother and Mm -hmm. as a wife and as a friend. So, you know, when you see me posting on, on Facebook, you're going to see, you know, different aspects of, of who I am. But when I'm on LinkedIn, you're really going to see mainly that, you know, business person. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so they shouldn't conflict But, you know, there are different aspects because every, every audience is different. And so you do want to make sure that you're not on Facebook talking to an audience that's not there and that doesn't care about what you're saying. So, you know, it's, they don't have to, they don't have to be the exact same, but I I Mm -hmm. don't think they should in any way
1: conflict, you know, ethically, but I think it's okay to be, be different on the different sports. But one of the things, and when I think about Facebook or I think about Twitter, it takes me two minutes, okay? When I think about going on to LinkedIn, then I think, oh, my gosh, it's going to take me so much time. Uh, do you have people coming to you saying, I, I know I have to do this, but I don't have the time? Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I will, say, I will say this. For the very longest period of
2: time, LinkedIn was purely something that you accessed via their desktop. And mm-hmm. so it was something you did when you were at work and then you'd right. come home and you just, you do your, you, it's, you, you know, you, you do your life and you'd get onto Facebook on your mobile phone and, you know, flip through it that way. But LinkedIn has a great mobile app now. And, and, and I think a, not a lot of people realize that you don't have to be sitting at a desktop computer or a laptop to network on LinkedIn. You can do it on your mobile phone. And so you can do that on the train to work. You can do that when you're sitting watching TV at night. Um, It it doesn't, it no longer has to be one of those things where you schedule it into your day because you need to be sitting at a desktop computer to do it.
1: So there's access 24 hours really. And um, I mean, that helps me a little bit on the time, but I'm not really sure if I'd be building my profile on my mobile phone, but that's why we have people like you to help us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: true. That's true. And and and, and truthfully, I mean, w- with the profile, the profile is one of those things where you sit down, and you, you you work on it, and you you create it, and it's something that you do need to keep updated, but it's not something that you need to be touching on a daily basis. It's mm-hmm. it's the more of the networking aspect of LinkedIn. It's scrolling through your LinkedIn feed. It's commenting and looking at messages and sharing items. That's something that you can be doing on a on a on a daily basis. But yep. the LinkedIn piece, yes, you want to keep it updated. Yes, you want to touch it every, you know, a couple weeks, but it's not one of those things that you need to be sitting there on your
1: on your on your look. phone with your little your your thumbs trying <laughs> to press those little keys. Yeah. So there, so now I'm kind of getting into a little bit more on the content here. So just a, a question, one question before we have the break. Um, what is the most important content in that profile? I mean, what is the most important part of that profile? Or is there not a part that's more important than the other? I would say that, and this is, I think a lot
2: of people would think the summary or their experiences and the trajectory of their career, I'm going to tell you, it's your headline. It's -hmm. your LinkedIn headline. And that's right underneath your name. And the reason why it's so important is it follows you. It follows you all over LinkedIn through all of your activity. And so most people just have what the default is, which is their job title, which is boring and it doesn't compel anyone like a headline. And so yep. it's it's one of those things, your your LinkedIn headline needs to be a benefit statement and it needs to be compelling because it's always going to be there under your search results as you post, as you comment, and it really needs to compel people to want to click.
1: And that's that's what really recruiters when when you're when you're filling that with keywords or wanting to click, that is a really important part of it, isn't it? The well, headline. Yeah. Okay. Well, it,
2: it's one. It's eye catching, and two, yep. it's it's highly sensitive in terms of the LinkedIn search algorithm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you need to get some keywords in there if you want to be known as you know uh, the best chef or or whatever. You need to get those keywords into that headline to be searched. Yeah. Absolutely, okay. and a benefit statement. So so when
2: benefit that person who's looking at it will know exactly what it is that you bring to the table and why they should be clicking to read more about you.
1: Okay, well, that's important information. And then um, we're going to take a short break, Donna. And when we come back, I want to go into the different sections of um, LinkedIn and, and talk about what's, what's important and what's good and what's not good. Um, so we can try to start to help our listeners build an idea and take a critical look at their own profiles, okay? So we are talking with uh, Donna Sedula and Donna is the founder of LinkedInMakeover.com and we've just been talking a little bit about her history and some fun facts around LinkedIn. And when we come back, we want to get you into a little bit more content. We've approached how important the headline is. And if you want to reach Donna, you can reach her at her website under LinkedIn linkedin/makeover.com And her email is donna at LinkedIn slash makeover.com she is also on twitter she is of course on linkedin okay and she has also linkedin makeover.com is also on linkedin and i'm your host kimberly lewis leadership trainer and business expert you can contact me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our linkedin group at leadership beyond borders or go to my website leadershipbeyondborders.net and with that we'll be right back
3: From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Skilled migrants throughout the world can face a variety of challenges. Many times they settle for jobs that are below their skill level because their education and qualifications are not recognized. Do we need local experience in a global world? Join host Alma Besserton for The Global Workplace. We'll explore the issues being faced by migrants, as well as showcase diversity and recognize the leadership and inclusion roles of some of today's top global organizations. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author, working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies.
0: You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on the Voice America's Business Channel. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis. And today we are talking with Donna Sudula, the founder of LinkedInMakeover.com. And this is a great company that really helps you get that LinkedIn profile correct. And Donna is here to give us some tips. So before the break, we kind of had the story of how Donna started. And we talked about how important that headline is. And when I think of headline, Donna, the other thing I think of is right up there on the headline is your photo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what What about the photos? <laughs> oh my goodness you know it's so
2: important to have a professional looking photo and and one of the biggest issues that i see is there's there's more, it's it's called a headshot for a reason it should just contain your head <laughs> okay. not, not much more than a sliver of the shoulders and and you need to smile so many people want to look professional, and so they think, I want to look serious. But the problem is, when you look serious, you tend to look angry. Yeah. And so yeah. I always say, smile, really look friendly, look approachable, look well-adjusted, and and that is going to make a huge difference in terms of your profile views.
1: You're getting me scared. I'm thinking, am I smiling in my picture or not? <laughs> yeah. No, it's important. Yes, yeah, smile yeah.
2: and look friendly and look just, you know, make people want to, you know, feel, you know, feel good and feel
1: like they can reach out to you. Okay. And what what about that background part? Okay? Because that's up there too. Um, yeah. and they have just changed that because before it, uh, or maybe I just started to use it. I mean, what do you how do you put that headshot and that background and the headline to make yeah. that pull out? Well, you know, and you have a fantastic background photo, let me just
2: say, and, 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 and I'll tell you this, everyone who's listening, what you want to do is visit your own profile, look at your profile, and right, you're going to see the circle, which is where your picture should be, and right behind it, if you see a blue-green background with like a constellation type of pattern, that's the default that means you Uh haven't uploaded a photo yet. And so you want to think in terms of what do you want to elicit a a reaction in terms of people? You know, what is that brand message and how can you illustrate it? So when a person looks, they're going to understand what it is that you bring to the table and find an image that illustrates that message. And so if you're someone who wants to be seen as being very wise, maybe choose a picture of an owl flying. Or if you want to be seen as someone who does insurmountable tasks, you know, find a picture of maybe a a, a mountain climber scaling a mountain. And and by looking at those images, we do. It, it elicits a sort of reaction in a person's mind. They understand what it is that you're trying to get to. Maybe they don't recognize it immediately, but it's a
1: subtle type of way of, of getting people to think as to who you are. Now, that's a that's a really good tip. And I mean, there are still some portfolio some um images out there without photos. I mean yeah. uh, <laughs> what 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 would you say to those people? <laughs> well, you know, and 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 I, I speak
2: all over about LinkedIn. I speak to groups, you know, large and small, and and there's always one person <laughs> in that audience who says, I am not going to upload a photo. I don't want my picture online. But I always say this. You know, especially now that we've, we're coming out of the holidays, I think all of us went to Amazon.com at some point and mm. looked at some products and purchased some goods. And in every single of those instances, would you have made a purchase if you didn't see that picture of the product? The answer is almost always no because you wouldn't trust it. There's something not serious, there's something a little hinky. And so I say it's the exact same thing with your LinkedIn profile. You need to have your picture there to show that you're serious, that you mean business and and that there you're not hiding anything. Here I am and I'm here to I'm here to work, I'm here to be professional, I'm here to do business and that's what that profile picture says.
1: That's a really good point. I didn't think about that, but you wouldn't buy anything on Amazon unless you had a picture. So why would you buy some services or or hire somebody on LinkedIn when you didn't know? That's a yeah. really super point. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on a little bit, going below that top part and kind of go down to to the content and the experience. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, first, I'll just kind of open question. Mm. Uh, I mean, I see things with like tons of content in there, and then I see things with short content. Is there any special rule there? There is, there is
2: actually, and and it really does go back to why are you on LinkedIn, and what are you trying to accomplish? And so, if you're a job seeker, and you want to get found, you need to do two things. One, you need to make sure that you have a strong network, a large network, because if you want to get found, you need to be in as many networks as possible. Because there's this huge misconception, which is when a person is searching LinkedIn via keyword, not by name, but by keyword, most people think you're searching the entire database of users. And that's not true. When you're searching by keyword, you're only searching your LinkedIn network. That's your first degree, your second degree, your third degree and any members of groups that you've joined. So, if you want to be found, you need to have you need to be in as many networks because otherwise you're in the void. <laughs> so, you need to have that. The other thing you need to have is keywords. And when I say keywords, you really need to think what are the words people are using to find you? And everything that I'm saying here Yes, it pertains to job seekers, but it could pertain to experts and and people who render professional services. So if you want to be found by prospects, you need to have a strong network. And two, you need to have content, content that consists of those keywords, because mm-hmm. a profile will never be found for a keyword that doesn't exist within that profile.
1: So this is, really, this is really just the optimization, the, the keyword optimization is, pro, is more important than the amount of, or, of content you have there.
2: Yeah, it's, really I always mean? say it's always quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I, I, I never advocate being obnoxious and doing keyword stuffing. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, but okay. instead, it's striking that balance. And it's being very thoughtful. And saying, all right, what does my target audience need to know about me? Not what I want to say, but what do they need to know about me? And how can I say it in a manner that uses those keywords in a natural, organic manner? And clearly, the more content you have, the more opportunity you have to use those keywords.
1: Mm-hmm. So lists are not good. Like, okay, I have experience in uh, Microsoft Word, da, 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 da. Those, mm-hmm. are, those are probably, would that turn you on or turn you off a little bit? You know, it, it, it depends. Uh,
2: it, when, when you have a list and it makes sense and it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, um, then I have no problem with it. I, I have a problem when people use lists because they're lazy. And they're just okay. they boom bullet here and and just be done with it. You really mm-hmm. do need to tell a story, and 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 tell it in a manner where it's clear, it's concise. I'm not in any way advocating you know being boring yeah. and telling these never ending stories, but you know it's it's being smart and and delivering the right message to the
1: right target audience with what they need to know. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this is a really interesting question, because I, ha- I have this discussion with, with a, uh, a lot of generation Xers, okay? So, I mean, how much of your history should you put there, okay? Um, I've had discussions with people who say, oh my gosh, I'm late 40s or early 50s, and I don't want to have everything up there, because then I might get discriminated against age, and nobody wants to hire anybody over 50. Um, you know, how, how, how far back should you go? You know, I, I believe
2: that you don't need to go back 30 or 40 years. Um, and in fact, if, if we even think about it, you know, the, the jobs and the work that we were doing back in the 90s, how much of it pertains to what we do today? You know, everything has changed so radically. And so I say, you know, think in terms of your career future and where you're going and, and you can go 10, 15, you can even go 20 if you want to, but it, it's not necessary to go all the way back to when you were working at McDonald's or Baskin-Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really decide at what point, you know, makes sense. And mm-hmm. at what point makes sense that it, it still, you know, aligns you to where you're going and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing, I, I don't want anyone out there to think oh in terms of age discrimination i'm not going to i'm not going to show the the breadth and the depth of my 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 experiences because i'm scared here's the thing you know i say put it out there lead lead with your experience lead with your age show yourself to be vibrant show yourself to be relevant mm-hmm. that's more important than anything because if, if you start omitting dates and and experiences people will eventually catch on, especially when they bring you into interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't hide oh, that. Really. Okay. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Get, allow yourself to be discriminated against upfront, front. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. don't waste your time on those companies that, that don't want you because there are plenty of companies that do. And especially yeah. if you show yourself to be relevant and inspiring mm-hmm. and excited,
1: those are, that's what people want and they don't really right. care. Now that's a, that's really good advice because we have a big chunk of the workforce that is still. I mean, we have three generations in the workforce today, and oh. so there's kind of tips for for all of them. Um, I'd like to I'd like to move on for a minute uh, um, uh, on on talking about experience, on recommendations. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, uh, how important are recommendations, and and should you should you help the people you ask write them? so that you make sure they're relevant. I mean, that's been one of okay. my experiences. It's, you know, asking somebody to re- write a recommendation for me and it comes back and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to post that. Even it was good. You Ooh. know what I mean? It was good. But, but it was like, no, I can't well, post.
2: Yeah. Kimberly, this is very close to my heart.
1: <laughs> and my belief is this. <laughs> write it for them. Okay. Write
2: the recommendation yourself. Tell them exactly what you want stated. Uh, and the reason for that is a few a few things. one. Most people, and and when you get a recommendation on LinkedIn, and I'm not talking endorsements. I'm talking recommendations. That's the right. actual paragraph. Yes. You know, one, you want to get you want to get recommendations from people above you, people who are community leaders, people who who are inspiring. You don't want it from you know people who are below you. The, the, right. the beauty of LinkedIn and the power of these recommendations is when a person is looking at your recommendations, they can click on that person who's giving it, and they can see where they sit within the organization. So it's not even just so much what they say, it's who's saying it. So okay. that makes a big difference. And because these people are busy – you want, to, you want to help them and you want to write it for them. And it's going to then allow them, and, and here's the thing, I always say, write it for them and then say, if you have, um, if you would like to make any changes or edits, please please do so. You know, I've taken the liberty to save you time, but if you want to make edits, please go ahead and do so. But where I was going to say is this, with with recommendations, you really, really want to make sure that you write it for them and you provide it to them. And if at any point you say to yourself, I can't write it, I don't know what to say. How would they know what to say about you if exactly. you can't even do it
1: yourself? Really really good point. And I like I like kind of the the time I'm going to save you time, okay? Yeah. Um because I really did did not do that, okay, a couple times and then I found myself saying, "Oh, you know, I I did find myself changing it and saying, "Could this be okay?" Okay, but yeah. then of course, yeah, that's a waste of time. Okay, now waste of both people's times. But um, yeah, that's a that's a great tip, Donna. And then on the other stuff, the skills. Okay, so um, uh, on those. Now those, uh, how? I guess my question would be, how important are they, and how? Um, how much credibility is behind them, okay? Because sometimes I look at them, if I'm looking, I I say, hmm, you know, somebody will will put a skill for me, and I'm like, how do they even know I'm good at that, okay? I mean, what's the credibility and and how important it is there? Well, I I will say this. It is important because it does help
2: LinkedIn understand how to rank you in terms mm. of you know the 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 search results. Um, right. People who have you know those terms listed and have a lot of endorsements. Um, it's one of those things where you're not giving yourself the endorsements. It's other people who are mm. who are endorsing you, and so there is a, a, a lack of control that you have that that makes it you know makes them understand the relevance all that much more. So you know you're mm. not. It's not like you're the one giving yourself the endorsements other people are and they must know um so there is there is that but i will say this the endorsements are going to become more and more important because there are Mm -hmm. several developments that are going to be coming to you they're not here just yet but they are on their way and when you post status updates you will be able to say this status update affects people who have these certain types of skills. And so LinkedIn will know to update them and 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 notify them of your update. So it's going to become really important that you have the right skills on your profile and that they're, they're endorsed by as mon, many people as possible.
1: So that number is is important then. And you can you can very easily reach out to people and ask them to endorse you on LinkedIn. You, yes, you yeah, can. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, that, I think that's, I, I don't know if a lot of people know that, or maybe people are too shy to think about doing that. I mean, they might be. But yeah. I, I always say this,
2: Kimberly, and that is never feel strong-armed. If someone wants yeah. you to recommend them or someone wants you to introduce you to someone or they want you to do, do you can always say no. Don't ever yeah, feel exactly. that you have to do it.
1: Okay, Donna, we're going to take a short break here, and for our listeners, we're talking to Donna Serdula, the founder of LinkedInMakeover.com, and we've talked a little bit about the content and the profile. we got a little bit of your story on how you started, and if you want to reach out to Donna, you can reach out to her at LinkedInMakeover.com or Donna at LinkedInMakeover.com, and of course, Donna is on linkedin with linkedinmakeover.com and with herself and i'm kimberly lewis leadership trainer and business expert you can contact me with your questions at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com and while you're there looking in linkedin join our linkedin leadership group uh, leadership beyond borders and do that today and at that point donna we're going to take a quick break
3: CIO Talk Network with Sunjoke All at CIOTalkNetwork.com. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines?
0: You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back
1: to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's Business Channel. I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, and we are speaking today with Donna Cerdula, founder of LinkedInMakeover.com. A company that really helps get your image and your profile on LinkedIn, correct. And before the break, we talked on a little bit on you know some of the different sections um, in the profile and what you have to have and what you you what you probably should avoid and why it's important. And I, I'd like to go a little bit beyond that now to tools. and I'd like to go back to what you said in the first um before the first break and you said it was so important to be networked and that would include groups and things like that how, how, how do i do that well you know what it, to me
2: have you ever seen that movie Glen Gary, glenn ross do you, do you know that movie no, I don't. I've, unfortunately. Well, it I is, uh, for salespeople, it's a huge movie because there's this one line in which Alec Baldwin says, ABC, always be closing. <laughs> and I say, ABC, always be connecting. Mm-hmm. Make it something that is part of your day. You know, as you're on email, as you're out and, you know, meeting people and exchanging business cards, always make sure that you're going back. And connecting with these people on LinkedIn afterwards, because the one thing that we all have and we don't even realize it is our network. And so many people come through our lives and, and because you know, we're we're so busy we lose those connections, but LinkedIn allows us to, to really solidify them and keep in touch and in an easy type of manner. And so, you know, as you're sending emails, as you're meeting people, um, make sure you're connecting now there's a, a fanta- there's some a lot of fantastic apps out there especially extensions to your browser that plug right into your email And so as you're trading emails it'll look to see are you connected on LinkedIn and if you're not you can send an email through there. Um, one is called uh, it's RAP. P-O-R-T-I-V-E, reportive. um, And that works very, very well. Um, But but always be connecting. And if you're doing it manually, just just do it manually. Just make sure that you're connecting to these people. It's important.
1: Mm -hmm. that's a that's a good idea i have to say sometimes i get lazy um right now there's a pile of business cards sitting on my desk so (laughs) i mean sometimes you you know it comes back to the time again but it is so critical to do that and um what about groups donna okay because i i I mean linkedin just now lifted like before you could only belong to a certain amount of groups and i think that's is that still there or is it gone the, what happened is they removed
2: subgroups, and so there was a um, there was a limitation. You could only join up to fifty groups. But then when they when they removed these these little subgroup concepts, uh, they then expanded it to a hundred groups. And so okay. y- your limit now is one hundred groups to belong to.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know because I didn't even know that. All of I know uh, because in the past, what I would do is. I'd, if I saw a group I wanted to belong to, then I'd have to get out of the other group. Mm-hmm. Decide I'm going to get. But I didn't know where the number was. But that's good. That's on a hundred. And how important is it, groups? And and do you need to be active in these groups? Well, that's a, that's a fantastic question, Kimberly. I, I will
2: tell you this: I I take a rather passive approach to groups, mm-hmm. and and so I say use groups to fill up your network, to really, to supplement and expand your network. So think to yourself, you know, who is my target audience? You know, who are my prospects? Who are the people that I'm targeting? And what groups would they belong to? Those are the groups to join. So what often happens is, let's say I'm, you're you're an insurance agent. Insurance agents like to join groups where there's other insurance agents. <laughs> That's not where you want to go. Think in terms of your your audience. You know, maybe they're high network, high net worth individuals. Find find groups where that would lure these high network individuals because you want them in your network. And when they're in your network, if they are searching for someone like you, you will pop up because you share that network. So join groups where your target audience is. That's important in terms of being active. If you've got the time, there's nothing more beautiful than being able to be part of a discussion the problem is a lot of us, we're we're, we're in business, <laughs> we've got families, we just don't have the time. And so if that's the situation, I say, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Pay more attention to your LinkedIn feed, pay attention to your profile, pay attention to that type of relationship building and networking. Don't worry too much about the groups. Just make sure that you're a part of 100 and the groups that you're a part of have have the people that you're targeting. Um, and you're going to reap the rewards in a very, very passive manner.
1: And I, that is such incredible advice because I bet there's a lot of listeners out there and it went through my head. Oh, which groups am I targeting or am I belonging to the groups that are the same people as me? You know, the insurance yeah. example. Okay, I mean, I think a lot of us have a tendency to do that. Okay? Um, um, you know, part of it may be, from from learning or content or or educational reasons, but is probably just comfort zone. But if yeah. you put it, yeah, if you put it the other way around, you say, who are the people you want to target? Then that that is really super advice. What what about things like um, uh, uh, sales navigator? How how, how yeah. are they?
2: Well, you know, so many people say to me, "You know, Donna, I, I'm on the free version of LinkedIn. Should I be upgrading? Should I be paying money? You know, i'll I'll say this for most users out there, I don't even want them worried about, you know, paying the money uh, and upgrading to a premium. For most of you who are listening, just get on LinkedIn and use it. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. You know, get on it and and and, read through your network, uh, your network's posting on the LinkedIn feed, you know, get involved and, and enjoy it. That's going to be the most important thing is just using LinkedIn as that tool that it is once you've used it and you start to reap the rewards from it you're going to find that eventually you may find yourself feeling a little tethered you're going to want to do more than what linkedin allows and when when you have that you're going to know you're going to feel it yeah. <laughs> linkedin yep. is going to tell you hey it's time to pony up and mm-hmm. at that point you want to then make that move to one of the premium packages and the beautiful part with linkedin is they they've made it very clear you know are you recruiting If you're recruiting, then we've got this recruiter product for you. Are you in sales? Well, guess what? We got this great sales navigator product for you. Mm -hmm. Are are you simply in business or are you a job seeker? Guess what? We've got the, so they know why you're on LinkedIn and they're going to pretty much tell you which package makes the most sense for you Mm -hmm. in terms of sales navigator. It's fantastic. It, it's a, it's a. I think it's wonderful. You can create leads. You can see. You can really filter and and do some deep searches. Um, it it really is great. But again, it all comes down to just using it.
1: Yeah, I have to agree. I like it a lot, and I use it a lot, and um, in, in some of my work, and I find it really, really helpful. Um, and is there anything other tools? And maybe. Uh, Donna, not just tools, but what about video? Because I don't see a lot of people with video. What about video on LinkedIn? You know, LinkedIn has
2: just is just now rolling it out to their to their base. Um, I got it pretty early, and. What you're going, I think you're going to see more and more people as they get the ability to do so, um, that they'll start to put more and more video up on it. I think there is a limitation though, and that is it's part of the feed. It's not something you can embed uh, elsewhere. It's not something that you can continue to use. So I believe that LinkedIn is is still. In the early stages of rolling out video, they have it now as part of a status update. I think we're going to see more and more um, video solutions coming from LinkedIn. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of goes back to what we were saying about the profile picture, you know, people like to do business with people. They want to know that you're real. They want to see you. And, you know, especially if you're on LinkedIn to be seen as that expert, there is no greater way than, you know, to turn on that video camera and and record yourself and and put it out there for people to see. They're going to feel closer to you. They're going to trust you. And it's it's a great way to find opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm. and it, I mean I I know that they're coming up I, with the video I really haven't seen it so you're it's just is it completely rolled out yet or not no
2: it's still yeah. it's still in the um, rollout stage okay um, but I will say this um, you know when a lot of people, if you're not using your mobile phone, you might you may have missed it because mm-hmm. it is part of the mobile phone. Mobile so when phone. you hit the plus sign to post, you're going to see that there is a there is the opportunity to click the little video camera and you right. can take a selfie video of yourself that way. Okay. Um, but again, it, it, it's one of those things that depends on how big your network is and it depends upon how proactive the people within your network are. You know, for me, when I go through my feed, I see a lot of videos, but it's one of those things. I think the, the more it's out there, the more people are going to start to use it and the more you're going to start to see it.
1: I mean, it's so important anyways in in search. And um, I I saw this on my mobile app too, but I haven't done it yet. So now now you've got me curious. Um, Donna, I think we're we're starting to get to the end of the show today. And I'd really, this has been, we could probably talk for another hour, okay? Um, This has been so fantastic. And I just, I'd like to get, kind of a wrap up from you as we get towards the end on if you had really three top tips or advice for our yeah. listeners and they're on their image on LinkedIn, what would that be? Yeah, I, I would say, take it seriously. People
2: want to know who they're working with who they're doing business with, who's calling them. They want to know and, and they are going to Google you. And and for most of us, uh, you don't have a website that has a bio out there, but everyone has a LinkedIn profile and, and people are going there and they're looking at it. So I say, you know, take that profile seriously. don't Don't take the shortcut of copying and pasting your resume. Even if you're a job seeker, I don't want you to do that. Yeah. Really use it as your digital a first impression, your, your, your introduction to the world and, and use it to tell your story. I I would also say, you know, I have an app on my website, linkedin-makeover.com it's it's the linkedin headline generator it's a free app and i had said how important that linkedin headline is i know it's really hard in 120 characters to create something that's really compelling that's truly a headline and so i say all of you guys i have a free app it's on my website go download it and use it to create an awesome looking headline it will really really help you and then the last thing I, i will say is this because your profile is so important don't be afraid to look and ask for help you don't have to do it yourself if you want to you can mm-hmm. but but know that there are people like myself out there who who can tell your story for
0: you
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think i think that is really important and i think thank you so much for sharing about this app um i know what i'm going to do when we hang up <laughs> so um though i think those are those are really three great tips to to end on and um, just one more time for our listeners we've been uh, talking about um, how important your images on LinkedIn and we've been talking with Donna Sedula the founder of linkedinmakeover.com and as Donna just said she has a, a free app on her phone that uh, on, on her website that you can down you can work on your headline with that right Donna is that yeah. what you said It's
2: it's a free app and and it basically it has a whole bunch of options and you go through and you just describe yourself and it takes that information that takes that input and it outputs this really awesome looking headline you can copy and paste and use immediately.
1: Oh, my God, that sounds so cool. So I would urge all our listeners to try that. And reach out to Donna. Um, Go to her website, linkedinmakeover.com. And Donna's email is donna at linkedinmakeover.com. And, of course, Donna's on LinkedIn. And uh, Donna's also on Twitter. And, uh, yes, and on Twitter also. So thank you so much. This has been so informative and so great. I'm really excited and I can't wait to hang up and just go to my <laughs> LinkedIn profile. but i think I think I think what I'm walked away, Donna with, um, and you really did change my perspective of, of it and it and that this is really exciting because. I didn't really think about it as what you said. It's your career future, okay? It's not more about your past. And target target that to people you want to know, okay? what you Make it relevant to those people that you want to expose yourself, okay? And I think that is absolutely fantastic advice. Um, I really thank you again for the advice on the networks and the headlines and the photos. Um, everything's good, and I you know, really encourage our listeners, reach out to Donna, because when I'm looking at this and I'm saying, oh, my gosh, i learned all this in this broadcast. And now how am I going to do it? Um, I think everybody needs help. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and, uh, I mean, first of all, it's time. And then it's just, um, you know, it's a lot of stuff to do. Okay, And if you want to do it right, I think a professional can help you do it. So thank you for the insights. And um, it would be great to have you back sometime after LinkedIn launches a few more tools. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank <laughs> okay. you so much. Okay. Yeah. okay. So um, as we wrap up this week, I just would like to remind all our listeners to tune in to us each week. And you can contact me. I'm available for motivational speaking, executive coaching, leadership training, and systemic Team coaching. You can visit my website at globalbusinesstherapy.com. And once again, I'm Kimberly Lewis, and Leadership Beyond Borders is a program sponsored by Global Business Therapy and also the Women's Leadership Academy 2020. And we focus on leadership training and support for women reach out to me at leadership beyond borders at gmail.com. And as I do each week, until next week, my leadership tip for today is remember to use all the advice that you heard today. I hope you were taking notes to brand yourself because your online profile is the first impression people and companies will get when they start to search the net. So with that Have a great week and tune in to us next week. I'm Kimberly Lewis, Leadership Beyond Borders on the Voice America Business Channel.
0: Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.